Michiana's first, best, and only show dedicated to craft beer and drinking music. Cool brews, hot tunes. This is music to my beers. Music to my beers. On Real Rock 103.9, The Bear. Good morning and welcome to Music to My Beers. This is a, a very special, special day. It, it is. It's our Christmas party uh, episode. We do this every year. We're very excited. We'd like to break out a couple of extra fun, spicy beers and, uh, and talk about the year that it was. Yeah, and we've got uh, quite the lineup today, too. So we, we should probably get started um, sooner rather than later, right? Yeah, I'm going to go ahead. I'll open this up now because this is the one I'm least excited to drink. Oh, but a couple of weeks. We won't tell her that. No, well, I don't. Man, hard seltzers, they're they are not the best for me. Um, but a couple of weeks ago, while Zach was doing his dried November, we had our promotions director, Liz, come in. Our events coordinator, is that what she's called? Yeah. something. She's got her own office, very fancy. But she said that uh, if, if we're going to make her drink one of our beers, she's going to make us drink one of hers. So this is a Monaco Lemon lime vodka soda, no a, sugar added. It's gluten free. Sitting at a nine percent too, which I was like very, very shocked um, seeing that on the label. I, I don't know that I'm going to take much of this. Whoa, um, I get a lot of lemon and a lot of lime. That's for sure. Yeah, I went through a couple of October's ago a vodka and lemon lime soda water phase, and this gives me those vibes for sure. And that is that is pretty smooth, pretty good. What a way to kick off the show. That's vodka heavy, son. Wow. <laughs> you know what? You get it all when you exhale through your nose. You're like, whew. All right, so let's get it on. It's the Christmas party edition of Music to My Beers. and We basically try a bunch of different things, maybe some things that we've held on to, but also um, some stuff that ages typically pretty well, too. Yeah, we've scaled this down over the years. It used to be an out-and-out, uh, just like slug fest, where we'd see how many bombers we could take down inside of a two-hour show. And that got to be a bit much, but also there comes a point you learn uh, in every tasting where you're not going to get the full effect of whatever you're drinking. You know, your taste buds are a little bit roached, and you've had you know too many bourbon barrel aged this, that, or the other things. Yeah. So we thought we'd oh. scale it down to just a few, but still more than our typical show. And uh, I'm pretty excited. But this this Monaco lemon lime is something else. I don't know uh, who don't the target <laughs> demographic is for a nine percent hard seltzer. College college kids, right? Yeah, I think it was given to us by our events coordinator uh, Liz, who joined us on the show a couple of weeks ago, and she tried our. It was about a thirteen percent that you you gave her, right? Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Ooh, that's it's pretty good." Um, but then she's like, "Now, since I'm trying this, you guys have to try mine." And um, you know, it's it's not too bad. It wouldn't be my first choice. It does make sense from just a. I don't even want to say health. Like, I don't want to put the word health with a nine percent drink. But oh, this is definitely healthy. Yeah, no sugar it, added. No, but it's way better for you than some of the other stuff we're going to open because if the the longer you get into craft beer, and it's been kind of funny to watch some of my friends as they get into it, they put on that that craft fifteen pounds of just you know carriage you roll with you because you know uh one of our favorite hard seltzers the last couple of years that smooge from um uh from up in michigan great it's a great hard seltzer it's it's a fruit smoothie seltzer but it's also about 300 calories a can yeah not not your typical seltzer that you're gonna get where it's like oh this is 100 calories i can slam five of these and know that i i have to do a workout maybe tomorrow but it's also shocking if you really look at calories like and you're peeling through some stouts or some double ipas how you can drink a thousand calories in an evening without any difficulty at all oh easy i mean we may have a thousand calories today this one's helping us out a little bit because it's it's just vodka and soda and nothing else maybe a little lemon lime flavoring um but uh no i i would definitely i would maybe have this at my party as like a, another option 
for people that aren't into beer, maybe not totally into wine, looking for something that's like it's gluten free. It's got- yeah, and maybe if this wasn't December, this might hit a little bit differently. If I was poolside, it was ninety degrees Ooh. out, this would probably be a little bit better. How many of these do you think you'd take down? Um, boy, I don't know, man. But also, you know, when you're a kid and you start, you first, like, you're not a kid, you're like 21, 22, and you're first starting to get into like mixed drinks and liquor, and it's all very poisony tasting. Yeah. But you make that first drink, and then like the next one's a little bit stiffer, the next one's a little bit stiffer, and you wake up the next morning, you see the little bit left in the glass, you think, holy smokes, what was I making? Napalm last night? <laughs> yeah. You know, gasoline and grape juice? What is this? Don't let this guy make our drinks anymore. Yeah, no, I, I, um, I, I like this. I, I think I'm going to do what you're doing and, and actually just take it down so we can open up something else, too. Yeah. Now, the next one we're going to open up is from our buddy Aaron over at Westwind uh, Brewery in Elkhart, one of our favorite new places the last couple of years. And he actually dropped this off and said, I need you guys to enjoy it during the Christmas show. We said, all right. It's the Weston Double Dry Hopped New England IPA, which clocks in at a 7.6. I love that he was listening to you and Jason talk about it, too, in the morning. And he's like, you guys, today's the Christmas party. I got to contribute something. So he stopped by and he dropped off some of that and some koozies and stuff. Um, really, really thankful um, for him doing that. And uh, I'm, I'm curious about this one because it looks pretty solid, too. Um, very hazy. Nice pour. Mm. That's my rinser that I'm drinking there. Um, <laughs> now I'm going to try this. You know, it's yeah. a classy show and a classy beer taste when you start drinking the rinser. Um, yeah, the body's. Look, it looks fantastic. It's got that nice juicy haze to it. I like the look. I like the carb on this. That nose is insanely incredible. That's like a tangerine. Um, I don't get very many piney notes. I get a really uh, citrusy type vibe from this one. See, I get kind of it. it the nose feels sort of like a, almost like a slight bitter citrus, but I do get a little bit of pine on the on the back end, and I haven't tasted it yet. Mm. Wow. Taste delivers, man. Absolutely. It, it tastes exactly like it smells. You get that nice, robust, juicy body. This is delicious. And then yeah. you get a slight pine finish. It's nice and smooth. I get a little more um, like ruby red grapefruit okay. from this. And then also a little bit of that like orange rind, too. Yeah. So it's this is solid, dude. Weston? Weston from West Wind. Um, is one that you can pick up. and I feel uh, like it's also a secret sobriety test. If you're at West Wind and you can't say that and West End in the same sentence, it might be time to call it a night. Say it five times fast. I'm at West Wind for a West End. They're like, all right, you need to leave, man. <laughs> you can barely even speak. Um, but I love that they're putting out great stuff. One thing that I love, too, about West Wind is that I'm seeing those guys pop up at a lot of different places around town. I, I think I saw... Yeah, earlier this uh, this last week, I saw Aaron announce that they're on tap at the linebacker here in South Bend, so you don't need to drive all the way to Elkhart to get your to get your West Wind uh, taste handled. I, I love the background. I love that they're so close to Notre Dame. So, you know, when football season kicks back up again, and see here, I'm already looking forward to the next football season, and we haven't even gone to the bowl games, but... That that would be a, a point of interest for me to stop in, right? My favorite, uh, it, you know what? It, it's fun on game day. Like I, I try to get in, have fun, mix it up, and then get home. Have a tall boy, right? Yeah, and man, I always feel old as hell when I go into linebacker. So like, I try not to go in there anymore. You know, it was one thing 10, 12 years ago when the show first started, and we were new, and I and I was still in my twenties, and I'm like, yeah, but <laughs> I'm forty one now. So I, but when you hang when you mix up with college kids, I'm like. Wow, are you even old enough to be in here? It's not for me anymore. You know, and, but it's weird. Oh. But it's different for between me and Zach because Zach's a bit younger than I am. But Zach also looks a lot younger.
younger than he is. Like you could pass for a. If I saw you walking through campus, I would think nothing of it. I think there goes another college kid with a dopey haircut. It's funny that you say that because I've rollerbladed through campus before around 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock at night, and I'm like, boy, I just, I feel like a creeper. Here I am, a 35 year old man rollerblading on the campus of Notre Dame. When you say it out loud, it's like, Oh, I don't know if I should have said that. Yeah, but uh, you know what? Finney's Next Door is another great example of a bar I kind of steer clear from because it's it's populated largely by people who are half my age, oh. and I just I don't want to I don't want to feel old when I'm out having a good time. So I keep it in the policies of like you know craft beer bars, and I do like when I'm by Westwood and Elkhart to swing in and pick up some to go to get back home. Yeah, because it's great. It's almost it's almost as fresh as you could possibly get beer. Best pretzel in the area too. Yeah, easily. I, they they had somebody online who did a, a competition on their socials. They posted that he had he won the competition for eating like four pretzels in a certain amount of time. I'm like, I bet you and I we could probably take down some pretzels. Uh, I did a bunch of food challenges here in town a long time ago, and I will never ever forget the last one. One of the last ones we did, and I felt like such trash. But we went to Lunkers in Edwardsburg, and we took down the Lunkasaurus. Ooh, you have an hour to eat a 64 ounce steak. Ooh. I ate like 58 ounces of it and went home and slept. For, I took an eight-hour nap, and I've like your stomach hurts so bad. So I've kind of after that, I, like I'll never forget that pain. So I kind of steer clear of any of the competitive oh. eating or or take down this. But I've, I did the McAdoo's breakfast burrito back in the day, the suicide wings, at, uh, wings, etc. And I, I think I'm I'm content enough to watch okay. other people do it on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, I don't need to get into uh, I don't need to get into Joey Chestnut phase. But this beer is really great. It's perfect for a holiday party. But also, you know, a, a hazy IPA is fantastic. I think it's at absolute peak of enjoyment when it's hot and it's the summertime. But it's also remarkable to me once it gets to be winter how well this drinks because of how thick the body is and how you know heavy the ABV is. Well, if you're talking about uh, parties and so many different like drink and palates and stuff like that, you know, it, it's also a great one for those that don't necessarily like IPAs. They're like, ah, I steer clear of IPAs. They're too hoppy for me or I don't like the bitter taste of them. But these hazy ones, they have a nice, smooth, um, upfront uh, taste. And then on the back end, slightly bitter but more smooth than than anything and so i i feel like anybody would enjoy this one yeah yeah for sure so uh thank you to aaron and the gang at westwind for dropping these off and make it part of the christmas show today a black note stout from bells we have a 2016 batch one Ooh. and we also have a 2014 <gasps> whoa I, that's interesting okay the 2014 i'm almost positive is the oldest beer i have in my cellar so i'm excited to open this and see what it <clears throat> what a, a you know a half a decade and change does does to a beer. So, what do you want to do first, fourteen or sixteen? What do you think is going to be the better the better pull? Mm, I, I I'm curious to try the fourteen. All and right, let's do that one first. That that one's going to be pretty interesting because I have um, I really am trying to think of the last time I had a black note. I kept a black note underneath underneath my desk for the longest time because you gave me one, and it was just like one of those things that when I was cleaning out the the area, I was like, oh, okay. All right. Ooh. That is looking mighty fine. When was it bottled? Um, this was sold back in December of 2014. So uh, I'm excited to try this. But also, it's been a while. It's been a minute since I've had a uh, a black note of any type. Here's I'm going to pass you the oh, yeah. over there. Thank you. But this is a good, probably foot away from my nose, and I can already get a good whiff of it. Uh, you still get man. Oh, still? You still get that chocolatey and sort of that black licorice There's a, There's a tiny bit of espresso left in there, which is remarkable because coffee is usually the first thing that falls off. There's a little bit of dark fruit, like stone fruit or something Yeah, that I'm getting from it, but 
I get that. I feel like with yeah, the right all there, bourbon barrel age, dried fruit notes. Uh, you get freshly retired oak barrels, and again, this was a 2014, so it's seven years old now. This is before the big boom, too. I feel like like 2014 was around the time you know Goose Island was doing their thing, but 2014, I feel like before everybody started dipping into the barrel age series of something. You get a lot of that nice Bell's malt up front, and I'm getting a lot of that dried fruit on the back end. This is really good. Whoa, you're right. It's kind of um, it's not really juicy. It's more of like raisins or I'm getting some um, pr- like prune. Is that does that sound yeah. gross? No. Okay. No. Good. Yeah, like that and fig and something else. Yeah, that tastes uh, that holds up for being seven years old remarkably well. Wow, I do. I really enjoy that. I. It was a couple of years ago. We did the expedition stout, yes. and we we yeah. did the vertical of that like three years in a row. Mm-hmm. And that one, to me, I thought that one was one of the best. KBS is a little bit of a uh, disappointment, just because when you you start you know shelving those, they some of the the nuances and and the flavors fall off. But this one this one holds up. It's hard to believe we're drinking a, a seven year old beer. Yeah, and Black Note's one of those beers that Bell's releases every two years. So there was uh, 2014, 16, 18. And in 2016, for whatever reason, they did batch one and batch two. You can tell the difference between – that's why they switched bottle caps because they would use the standard Bell's bottle cap for batch one. Oh, and then right. by the time batch two rolled around for Bell's Black Note in 2016, they switched over all of Bell's bottles so they have corresponding bottle caps to whatever the uh, whatever the beer is. There's a two-hearted bottle cap, and then the uh, the Black Note one is, looks like a, a blue and black LP. You know I'm collecting them too, right? Collecting what? Bottle caps. My wife – For what? Just for our basement, because my wife got my me, wife. Uh, my wife. She got me the uh, state of Indiana, at, or no, 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 no. It's not the state of Indiana. What am I saying? It's a mug. It looks like a beer mug, and it's got all the different bottle cap like areas okay. that you can put them in. I I would want to say there's at least like 175 different places that I can stick a cap, but. Being that I drink everything in a can now, very few of the bottle caps actually make it into that, like of the beers that I drink. Because I used to be a bottle guy, but I'm predominantly cans now because, one, in the summertime, there's no glass by the pool. Uh, oh, I never, yeah. I never realized what a big deal that was until you get a pool and you're like, oh, yeah, because if a shard of this glass falls in that pool. That like, filter? It's going to cut somebody. Oh, yeah. It's going to sit in the bottom <laughs> of the pool. It's going to cut somebody and you can't see it and it's going to suck and ruin an afternoon. But uh, also, you know, a lot the the canning people have, have people can a lot more beers than they used to. I remember Oscar Blues was the only were the only place that canned like stouts in a can, mm-hmm. and then eventually Revolution came along, and everybody sort of followed suit because it's a, a less expensive way to get your beer out. But uh, but you're right. I've been looking for something creative to do with with some some of the beers that I get. The only thing I'm collecting right now, and I've got an embarrassing stash of those uh, the four pack and the six pack plastic pop tops. <laughs> I've got a stack. I don't know. I, for some reason, I remember seeing on Facebook or or Instagram that somebody was collecting those things for charity, or there was some sort of yeah. there was a reason people were saving them. So I've started saving them. But since I've saved them, I've got a huge pile. I haven't seen anything about it. It's like I remem- remember that in a fever dream. I um like it's the stuff that goes on top of the beers, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the little like the little four pack hanger or the six pack hanger. I I only use those for when I want to give somebody beer and stuff because they're super handy for that. Like when you you go down and you make like a mule trip down to Atlanta, which I'm heading to in a couple of days. Um, but you go down there and then you can just stick a bunch of cans underneath there, and then it's way easier for carrying. But I don't know who's collecting those for charities or money or. What have you? Yeah, I think that goes back. Maybe I misremembered it. Maybe I saw that somebody was looking for them. 
I remember saving up Campbell's soup labels to get a new church van when I was in uh, in church way back in the uh, <laughs> in the nineties. So I don't know. Maybe maybe it wasn't even a thing. Maybe I dreamt it, but I've hung out. So I have, I have a stack about three feet tall. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I don't know what to do with Whoa. them. So if, well. if you're listening and you know what to do with them, uh, DM me, man. Hit me up on Facebook or Twitter. Let me know. Like, do I just bring them to like Hop Station or uh, or like you know bare hands and say, hey, you need these? I think you could totally reuse them too. They make great carriers. If I find out that I've been saving these things for absolutely no reason and they're like they're worthless and no one wants them, that's gonna be the saddest trip to the garbage bin I make. Like, well, there's <laughs> no. too space in the garage for four years for no reason at all. If you save them, they will come. They will come, Zach Miller. Uh, we're gonna take a quick pit stop here. At Music to my beers. We're gonna open the uh, the 2016 Black Note here in just a moment. And now a thinly veiled reason to talk about more alcohol. Let's take our beers to the movie with Music to My Beers B movie. We're gonna open up the 2016 Bell's Black Note Batch One. So Zach, when you check in on Untapped, make sure you select B one. <laughs> batch One. Okay. This is 2016. Uh, one notable thing between this one and the 2014 is it's about half of a full percentage point. Uh, lighter in ABV than the 2014 was. So, take a snifter. Okay. Smells really good. It smells like chocolate. Getting a lot of the dried fruit. Is that that's just like a, a go-to with them. Dried fruit notes, freshly oaked. From what barrels. I from what I remember when Black Note first came out, it's a 50/50 blend of their Expedition Stout and their Cream Ale that's then barrel aged. Yeah. And and you can definitely get a lot of that Expedition. Um, Expedition's released every single year. It's all right now, to, as a matter of fact. Grab a four-pack. Um, I would say drink at least one of them. And then, well, drink one and share it with some buddies and stuff. But then hold on to a bottle or two for several years, and then you can do your own um, uh, uh, vertical. Hear more about that on this weekend's Tasting Notes podcast <laughs> with Zach Miller. <laughs> Boom. Uh, it is, oh, it is yeah. the B-Movie segment, and it's the, uh, the well, it's the, the final show, one of the final shows of December, so we're going to go around and we're going to do the greatest Christmas movie of all time, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. The most relatable Christmas movie of all time. And we're joined in here. <laughs> we, we couldn't drink all this beer ourselves, so we grabbed a couple of our favorite dudes from downstairs, our buddy Justin Stultz. Hello, Justin. Hello. Justin, a handsome man, hails from Plymouth. <laughs> Argus originally, but yes. Oh, yeah. Argus, yay, yay. Shout out, Argus. And then, uh, our, and then one of our former celebrity beer tasters, Rocky Crows, back at the studio. Hello. Great awesome. to be here. <laughs> He's easily the most festive, I think, of the four of us. Yeah, I love yeah, your shirt. I, got my Christmas I don't know sweater. if you knew this, Warren, but I was born on Christmas Day. You were? Yes. That's he, why they named me Rocky. You got screwed your entire life out of birthday and Christmas. They're like, oh, Rocky gets one big gift. <laughs> right. Did your, yes. par- your parents did that for real? They, re- Yes. No, they, they over- actually, they overcompensated and gave me way too much. So I got the Christmas presents in the morning, and then I had a special birthday thing. And all my brother, six, you know, I had five brothers or four brothers and one sister, and they all got to watch me open presents. <laughs> so what's on the docket this year? How, what does hey, Christmas look like? That creates a little bit of Christmas yeah. day animosity. <laughs> like, Christmas. Open your presents. Now everyone gather around where Rocky gets his bonus presents. <laughs> special day. What, what, what do you do on Christmas then? Do you celebrate Christmas and then your birthday, or how does it work? Well, I'm I'm pretty old now, Zach, so I, I really it's, it's just another day. Plus it's Christmas. <laughs> the bars aren't open. I go to the movies. We go to a movie, and this year we're going to watch the Matrix movie. Oh, nice. I want to see that one. Oh, I'll be watching Sing 2. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. oh. Same here. <laughs> 
So uh, really quick, Zach, we'll start with you, and then uh, everybody knows how this segment goes. You pair the the movie with a beer rating, and you just shamble your way through it, slur a little bit, because it's Christmas, and we go. Absolutely just one. I think uh, this movie is one of the most relatable Christmas movies. in, And what I love about it is that it's relatable, but it's exaggerated in so many different levels. You know, them going and, and getting the Christmas tree, to him not getting his planned Christmas bonus when he, he just got the Jelly of the Month Club, and then he's going to have the hat pack. Happiest time hey, since <laughs> Christmas bonus. Why well, haven't heard that name in years? <laughs> what are those? <laughs> so I am going to give it absolutely uh, one, maybe even just half of a beer to get through this one because it's my all-time favorite Christmas movie, and I'm going to give it one uh, fist miss because hey, say it one more time, fist miss. <laughs> yeah, once more for the Chiefs. Fist miss. Okay, I thought I caught you slipping there. I'm like, ooh, Zach's fist got a little miss. bit of a buzz on. Yeah, are my cheeks red? Little bit. Uh, I know, man. Everybody can tell when I, I come out of this room on Christmas uh, for the Christmas party. Everybody's like, oh, that guy's been drinking. Stay away from <laughs> yeah, him. there's a there's a term for that if your cheeks get excessively red while you drink. And I, I forget what it is, but it's, it's not like a condition, but it's, it's a medical thing that happens to some people. Oh, then I should just go around the Christmas party and just say, hey, this is this I have a, a medical con- condition. I have a condition. I'm drunk. I'm drunk and handy. It's my condition. Don't thanks, judge me. Thanks for bringing it up. <laughs> I, I have a card. Um all right, I'm going to go second, and uh, this is my second favorite Christmas movie of all time. What's your first? Uh, we talked about it last week, week before Home Alone. Oh, Home Alone's all-time favorite? All-time favorite. Wow. Uh, but National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation is funny, but it's also not funny the older you get, like the less funny it becomes. <laughs> because when you're a kid, when you're 13, 15, 19, you don't understand the stress of the holidays. You have no idea. You're like, money, Christmas bonus, people are have expectations, i got to put on a thing. The older you get, the more you understand Clark Griswold. And the older I get, the more I realize that I'm more of a Cousin Eddie than I'll ever be a Clark Griswold. So it's a little bit painful to watch. But there was a, geez, I want to say seven years ago, there was a, a National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation screening down at the uh, State Theater downtown. Oh, yeah. And I won the Cousin Eddie Lookalike Contest. I stole the trophy sitting on my mantle. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Oh. yeah it's, it, it's a super fun movie. So I'm going to give it a beer that I have a lot of fun drinking. And it's going to be uh, Bell's Two-Hearted. But I don't want to overdo it. So I'm going to give it a six-pack. Okay. Yeah. It's good. Now we'll go to Justin. Plymouth uh, slash Argus. Yay, yay. Yay, yay. Do you like the movie? I do love the movie. Like, like like you said, when I was younger, it was just kind of a ridiculous movie. I didn't totally understand it, but the older I get, the more I do understand Clark Griswold. And and you've got two young kids now, so you're yeah. at the height of like, you know, you, when I first met Justin, he was a swinging single dude. He's out there killing it. And now, <laughs> now you're you've married, you have a beautiful family, you have two little kids, but yes. now, now you're stuck with putting Christmas on. Yes, and there's like six or seven Christmases we do. In a span of like two weeks, so it's it's a lot of stress and a lot of, <laughs> a lot of stuff. So I feel like Clark Griswold quite a bit, but uh, yeah. Do you decorate Eddie, your house? Do you have all the? the uh, we got and a stuff? tree up, and that's about as far as we're going. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. What's but, your favorite beer? Favorite beer? Honestly, I've 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 laid off the drinking quite a bit. I just go with the. Uh, the Miller Lite a lot of times. Do you drive to Michigan often? (laughs) (laughs) That's the question Plymouth wants to know. At the start of this year, I laid off the drinking. Wow. No, uh, I mean, I'll drink anything. Like the stuff I'm drinking right now, this uh, premise from West Wind Brewery is pretty awesome. Perfect. All right. Yep. I like it. But I give it one beer, by the way. Perfect, because it's a good movie. It's a a great movie. movie. Um, Rocky, we'll go to you. My favorite movie. And by the way, thank you for turning your phone off during the broadcast. Yeah, that was, uh, I do amazing. that all the time. Is this your first uh, day in radio? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Fantasy, fantasy yeah. updates. No, Zach did it last week. It's <laughs> yeah. not a big deal. So uh, what say you? Okay, my favorite movie? Christmas movie? 
Is that the question? Well, well, well no, we're doing National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. But what? So, what is your favorite movie? Your Christmas my movie? Christmas, it's a. Uh, um, you shoot your eye out, kid. Oh, Christmas Story. Yeah, yes. that's a great one. I that's that's my favorite Christmas movie too, other than Christmas Vacation. Uh, the last vacation I took right before the pandemic was uh, my wife and I spent eight days in Cleveland, mm-hmm. which, by the way, way too long to spend in Cleveland. But <laughs> we went and saw the Christmas Story house. Whoa! And you can tour it, you can Ooh. visit it. Um, it's 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 really weird because the house is still the same across the street's a gift shop, but it's tucked into a really small neighborhood. All I can think is these people must hate oh, these yeah. houses here oh. because it's a tiny little, like, you know, an eighth the size of River Park, but it's got the traffic in it of, like, Granger. A little funneling, tourist trap. Yeah, funneling through every day. And I just thought, wow, they've really got to hate this. But if you ever get a chance to go, it's it's super fun to tour. Um, the gift shop, they will bleed you dry on leg lamps. They're like leg lamps of any size, any budget. They want all your cash. <laughs> so there's a lot of leg lamps, I'm sure. So, what so do you, what do you as think far of, as beers go, what would you give the, well, the Christmas vacation? Yeah, what do you think of Christmas vacation? Oh, um, I only need like uh, one beer, maybe. One beer to I enjoy that? I have a beer. Consensus. So what are you, you going to uh, pair with the movie? What kind of beer? Um, I would pro- probably want a porter. Okay. You know, because it's in the morning. Porter, I don't even know her. <laughs> hey, like an Edmund <laughs> Fitzgerald? Over and over what? Like an Edmund Fitzgerald from Great Lakes or something like that? That'll work, or Green Bush, or oh. um, any porter will do. The Distorter Porter. I like it. Yes. Hey, but I did. I went to Florida last week, and I had a Florida man from Cigar City. Probably the best beer I ever had. Really? Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's Florida delicious. Hey, how One long Florida was your vacation, man. by the way? I got <laughs> eleven days. I was gonna say I got Snapchats for like two business weeks, and I thought, did he retire and not tell anybody? <laughs> like Rocky is still in Florida. So there's this week's B movie, and uh, we Thank have you. some more music on B- music to my beers. See, it's already kicking in, boy. Who it's gonna be a long? I know. Of the show. I, I I don't think I'll have any news and notes. And, that well, I can we think saved of. the biggest for last too. So. Be our friend on the internet. Be our friend. It even like says our right pages. here in our show notes, segment five, just before the top of the hour, beg for internet friends. Like, join group, um, follow, What is? what are all the other terms? Subscribe, like and subscribe. Are you all right, man? No, man. No. I, I took a month <laughs> off of drinking, and here I am like five beers deep now. Uh, you can follow us on social media, on Instagram, at Music to My, just search Music to My Beers on Instagram or Twitter. You'll find us. Beer Shirt Thursday, always yep. a flair. Yep, we have a lot of fun. And then uh, Twitter, we try to share. Any any breaking news we can? Like earlier this uh, last week, when Sun King announced they're going to have a tap room downtown in Mishawaka. Hey, wait, Rocky, you've been to the yes. Sun King down in, in yeah. Indy, Indy, right? Yes, I have. It's impressive. It's big. It's it's awesome. They it's have like glamorous. a pop machine, but it's like a Sun King machine. Oh, I can't wait. Awesome. Oh, I'm going to be down there every day. Pop machine. <laughs> hey, pop machine. That was Michigan as hell, dude. Nice yes, work. Uh, yeah, follow us on social media. You can also join our Facebook group. Just search for Music to My Beers on Facebook. Like the page. Join the group. Get Be a, be an insider. A Music to My Beers insider. Cost you nothing, and you also get nothing, so it works. It's an even square trade. Uh, by the way, all of our podcasts are free. Like, I've noticed some of these, you've got to subscribe. It's like four ninety nine for podcasts now. Seven days free if you want to try them out. But ours is absolutely free 100% of the time. It is uh, lumped in with Here's Your Freaking Podcast as part of our not-for-profit <laughs> podcast program. <laughs> and, uh, and, yeah, in the show's podcast, like Zach said, every Monday, you can also follow us on Untapped. I am at Man Bear Cluck. You are at Dad Beers. Rocky, are you on Untapped? Uh, yes, I am. Yes. So what's your handle? Yeah, what's your handle? Are we friends? I don't know. I have to look and see what it is. We work together for all these years and we're not friends? No. Jason, yeah, I'm on there. I'm on there. All right. Well, we'll dig you up here in the meantime. And uh, so, yeah, follow us on social media. So we're back in Music to My Beers with a uh, mystery beer. And I'll, I'll tell you a little backstory about this. So my brother, before he opened up his own brewery, he worked for Monday Night Brewing down in Atlanta. 
And then before he left, they had a bunch of these that were bottled, and he gave me one of them. And I can't even tell you what it is. I've just been shelving it because he's like, ah, put it on the shelf or drink it now. I don't care what you do with it. So I've been shelving it for a while. And How long is a while? Two, three years because now. Because it's, he, it's been long enough that your brother left Monday Night Brewing, and he, he started his own brewery, Outrun Brewing, in Atlanta. That's been a pretty big deal. And that happened uh, July of 2020 that he opened his own place. So he would have left Monday night, like, ah, uh, maybe of... 2019 sometime so we have, summer of 2019 we have a, a completely unlabeled bomber i don't know where we're getting ourselves into to be honest with you i what? don't know i don't even know what the style this is go ahead and open it and okay then i'm gonna open it over Rocky the trash can justin too. and i are gonna try to figure out what this is we'll play name that beer for what, the split one what if i oh, open it up good. over the trash can too because we don't know if it's gonna explode or what <laughs> so i'll give you that there and um when you pour it i'm, I'm curious on the color this is like a it's a brown is it stout? It's, porter? It's lighter than a stout. Okay. All Might right. be kind of a porter-ish. I do I mean, not it, know what we're getting ourselves it into. It kind of boys. looks... You know what? In the glass, it looks like a stout, but when you pour it, it looks like a more of a barley wine or a brown ale. Oh, I'm going to have to sniff this one before I drink it, too. I've never heard of anybody getting sick off of a beer, but we'll see. What is it? Their scrambled egg porter? <laughs> You're like, these eggs are bad. All right. So we'll go around... Nobody drink it yet. We'll go around the horn and say, what do you smell? I get some bourbon. Yep. Yeah, it's more bourbon. I definitely get bourbon on that. Um, I get a little bit of chocolate. I get a real, like, sort of just slightly sweet finish. Yeah? Yeah, I guess I'm getting that, that. That, that chocolate you're talking about. Not a whole lot of bitterness from, like, coffee or anything like that. I get KBS. Yeah. Yeah, I could totally see a KBS or hey, the, even a CBS. The fun thing is we don't know what even ABV this is. Justin, what, when you smell it, what, is, what does it smell like? It smells like bourbon to me. It smells like it's going to be strong but delicious. I gave myself a big <laughs> pour, too. Look at that. Oh, jeez. You're all in. Zach's pot committed. All right, let's take our sips and go around and, and give our notes. Wow. That is unique. That is really interesting. It's really good, though. Oh, my. It's sweet. I, like, I get a real big sweetness from that. I get almost like a chocolate milky sort of finish. And the fun thing is, too, is this was the brewery your brother started at, Monday Night Brewing. Uh, it was his second brewery. When he yeah. went, when he started his own jam. Oh, right. You're right. Yeah. Well, when he started his own jam and, and got outrun, he specializes now in lower ABV, almost table beers, right? Yeah. His his goal is to get like the lowest ABV possible. I think he's made a beer that is just under 3%. So when he was at Monday night, what was their what was their forte? What were they, they known for? What are they known for down in Atlanta? They're, they're known for being just like kind of an array of different beers. They're kind of like a Terrapin or a Sweetwater. So these guys, they actually started as the Monday Night Brew Club. So it's like our version of Mega. And these guys all went in and were like, hey, let's make a brewery out of it. And then they became so popular that they ended up having to um, expand. And now they've got shift brewers. So my brother was actually a shift brewer. He might have got some of that herb, too, from Michigan. Now they think about it. Huh. It's big, big down there. Big down there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rocky, what do you taste? I get like a – do you get caramel? Oh. I do, yeah, like some toffee and caramel flavors. Yeah, but almost like it's almost like you could taste those craft, like individually wrapped square caramels. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's phenomenal. Yeah, and I was expecting like a real thick kind of taste, but it was light, and I really liked it. It's got a good mouthfeel. I didn't even know if I was supposed to shell this one or what, but here we are. <laughs> What's the ABV on that? Nobody knows. There's no, no label. 
I'm feeling kind of fun. Could be six, could be 75, but we have an even bigger beer to open next. So there's our split one this week for Music to My Beers for our Christmas party. We have more of a staff here today. Boy, man, you just look at me and I'm like, ah. <laughs> You're so wasted. I like Spicoli, take your shoe off and bang it on your head. I'm like, oh. I can't make it through one show. Oh, my goodness. Um, do you want to go first? you want me to go first? I'd love to go first. Go for uh, it. Two of the beers I'm going to throw in. Now that I'm on vacation, I can say that uh, I'm going to be tearing it up for the next week before I head to the UP to tear it up further. Um, one of the beers, Zach brought this up on the show about a month ago and said it was hitting store shelves, and I saw it the very next week, and I thought, wow, 18 bucks for a Sixer. That seems salty. But now I've got a Sixer waiting for me when I'm <laughs> this week to get through. Uh, Mars from Bells. Dude, yeah. Part of their Planet series. That's such a good beer. I've actually got that in the back of my car right now. So, and it was just chilling. They originally released that Planet series long enough ago, and I think what Mars was a big one for us. Uh, uh, Jupiter was really good. Yeah, Jupiter was. Uh, Neptune was another one that I can Mercury remember. Mercury, we Mercury. Had. Oh my goodness! But I came into the Planetary series late, where I missed out on the first two planets. I think they released. Oh wait, so Mars was definitely the first one that they released. Yeah, and it was so popular because it's almost like that one reminds me of like Oracle and Hop Slam, and it's like a cross between the two and a, and a little bit of um, a little bit of Two Hearted or Double Two Hearted. Now that I think about it, it's like. It's definitely one that is hoppy, but it has a very nice malt backbone. That's what I'll say about that one. I'm excited to try it, and it's a double IPA, so I'm going to be able to just take my time and enjoy it. Go to the moon and back. And then the next one, we haven't had it on the show, but Aaron from Westwind dropped it off. The double premise from Westwind, the double dry hopped <sighs> double so premise. Uh, it's one, delicious, two, super potent. But it, to me, it's a really great example of locally done uber fresh like fresh to death ipa like you can't get it fresher than that so that's one of my one of my new local faves but also one that i enjoy sparingly because you know almost nine percent and all oh man <laughs> well speaking of i actually have a nine percent here on the list as well i like going into the beer cooler at citywide in downtown south bend and just like perusing i think getting the family and friends discount is uh, a little embarrassing because you're in there so often but um i do enjoy the prairie artisan ales oh fudge it's a stout for the longest time i think when we first started the show prairie all they had was their prairie bomb that came out which is so good if you get that one deconstructed too it is but it it was always nine bucks for a 12 ounce bottle and i used to laugh going to belmont back in the day i thought nine dollars for a friggin beer who would ever pay that (laughs) then you finally got it you thought this is outstanding but they don't do a bad anything all their beer is great no no and i i love i love anything by prairie and uh i would pick that one up especially if you have like a good um bottle share you want to go to and you want to kind of bring something that everybody can enjoy that one's brewed with brownies too so i think it clocks in at nine or ten percent only i didn't say fudge oh fudge (laughs) uh justin what about you could throw in one i'm gonna throw in one uh the sierra nevada hazy little thing uh i said miller light earlier but that Hazy little things usually my go-to when I when I'm picking out a craft beer because it's it's easy to drink. You can drink several of them at a time and not get too crazy. Several uh, of them at a time at a sitting. <laughs> at a sitting. <laughs> at a sitting. Yeah. When I'm watching, I got three open at a time. I'm slamming them all over the place. Usually the only time I drink is on Sundays when I'm watching the Cowboys. So as a Lions fan, you can relate that you you need a you need a little something there. Oh no, it's kind of oh. so bad as a Lions fan. I don't even drink anymore. I just smoke crack. Like just sitting there, like <laughs> you know, later on, you know, yeah, I can't <laughs> stand it. <laughs> Burn down the house. 
it's gotten so bad that my Lions friends and I, we don't even talk about it. It's like a family tragedy that happened that no one can speak about. Like, we texted during that one win against the Vikings. We're like, oh, we don't we don't talk about that right now. Like, it's pretty rough. So Yeah, they screwed me last week in my bet. So I'm, oh, yeah. I'm pretty against the Lions right now. But, yeah, Sierra Nevada, hazy little thing would be my addition to the six-pack. Uh, Justin Stultz has to pick up a second job to cover his gambling losses. We go down to the news desk. Rocky. Well, this isn't going to be an answer you love, but it's honest. As you know me, I'm a pretty optimistic, positive person. So to me, there's not a bad beer. I don't have a bad beer. I can't think of anything. Throwing in all beers into the pick six. <laughs> what? What's your favorite beer? Well, I, Don't think about it. What's your favorite beer? Well, And it, go. Go. Rocky, Florida go. Man. It was Transient's um, Juices Loose, but it is now replaced with Florida Man. But I've been drinking this Florida, uh, it's some art thing. It's like their soda, their, I don't know what, it's low carb. Have you heard about it yet? Is it Untitled Art? Or? That's it, Untitled Art. Oh, oh. Yes, they're actually out of Wisconsin. That is now my, that's from Wisconsin? Yes, sir. That's my new go-to. And they do a lot of good seltzers, too, and they've teamed up with other breweries. I think they just had something with Microphone Brewery mm-hmm. um, out of Chicago. And um, that was always their their thing that they did was they collaborated with a bunch of different people, and then now they're actually doing their own, like, seltzers and stuff like that. I do the the uh, blueberry one and the pomegranate. Uh, uh, blood orange is good, too. But When I was in Key West, like, four years ago for Christmas, one of the, there were only three places on the entire island that did craft beer, and one of them nearest our little condo had untitled art. <laughs> That's so random. How much was that for a pint? It was $12 a can. $12 a can. So, yeah, it was like, you know, 100 bucks every time we wanted to do lunch. But So there's our, our pick six. We have a uh, plenty of more. We have a big a big thick daddy to open up here in just a second. I think it's going to throw Zach big over, the, over the limit. So Ooh. I'm just glad this show is not like a blow start show where you got to, like, hum into it for a little bit and then turn the key. So and the, we've come to uh, a point in the program where we have a big Bertha, and then um, we all have to take swigs off of it. Wow. Let's do it. Yep, it's one of those shows. You brought what, Zach? What's the big? What's the uh, the piece de resistance here for the Christmas beer show on Music to My Beers? It's this Christmas show started with a Dark Lord beer. Thank you, Warren. You brought a 2014, the the one year to the Christmas party, and ever since we've never not had, I don't think, a Dark Lord at the show. Last year was the first year I think that we did not have a Dark Lord. Oh, look at uh, they're they're just eating out there. They're eating without us. So hustle up. Let's open it up. This is last year's Dark Lord. This, this is, is twenty. Great. This is a twenty twenty, and I decided to bring this one because I thought, oh, this this might be kind of fun. We can we can go around the room, um, each try a little bit. Maybe people out there would want to try some too. I don't know. Just peeling the wax <laughs> off of this. Embarrassing. Part of me thinks I want to edit out him peeling the wax. Part of me thinks I want to just leave it in. <laughs> How embarrassing! Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I tuned into the bear. I heard this guy peeling wax off a bottle for like twenty five minutes the whole time he does it. Yeah, it was really weird. <laughs> up with the wax. This is going to be great. It, there we there go. All right. The anticipation is going to make it better. Okay, so don't peel off the wax of your Dark Lord. Just like straight up go for the, the, the bottle. Totally. Here, go for it, Warren. How does it smell? Like I haven't been. had a 2020 in about a year or so, so this is going to be pretty good to see how it kind of changes. I don't think I've had. So what do you think, Zach? Ooh, it smells good. It tastes great. I mean, it is still Dark Lord is what it is, man. That is a great beer. The very first Dark Lord day I went to was the second one they ever had, and a friend had read about it in a magazine. And he's like, "Dude, we don't live too far away." But at the time, it was the biggest. It was like the highest rated craft beer on the planet, 
by ratebeer.com 150 years ago. We went down there, and I had never experienced a Russian Imperial Stout or any Imperial Stout at this point. So when you're used to drinking, like, malt liquor, Coors Light, and Jameson, and you show up and you get one of these bottles, you open it up, you're like, what is this? This beer sticks to the glass. What is this? <laughs> and it, it is incredible. It, it looks like 10W30. <laughs> <laughs> and it clocks in at, I think, about a 14.5%, 15% beer. And oh, wow. it's it's good. I mean, have you opened up any of your variants yet? No, not yet. Um, I had a chemtrail mix two years ago. But, um, you know, Dark Lord is one of those things, too, that I think the quality of the beer could go down and maybe has gone down. But the, the memories for me, like this was my intro to real high-end, really sought-after craft beer. And we're close enough that I chase it every year, whether it's great or not. I love it. I've got friends. Uh, my buddy Kendall loved I, I dragged him in. I'm like, come on, let's get this beer. And he finally drank one. He goes, these suck. This is terrible. <laughs> and that was the last Dark Lord day he was ever in on. But, oh, really? Yeah, but I, I love the beer. It's great. One, I like to get a lot of it because it's great to give as a gift. It's great for trades. But also, it's just it's fun, man. It's one of those, I feel like it's a seller staple. Um, the bottle's awesome. Well, it's definitely one that's like held like this legend to it, too. You know, you think about different whales of, you know, around the country and what people produce and stuff. And if you mention Dark Lord to any beer drinker around the country, they would say, oh, yeah. I know that comes from Three Floyds. It's also a great example how the craft beer industry has cropped up and caught up. Mm-hmm. Like remember when uh, when New England IPAs first became a thing, and Treehouse were these unattainable. I can't believe. Like we got our hands on a can of green six years ago. I thought this is the most incredible beer I've ever had in my life. Yeah. And now you can get it on the shelf with a fresh M forty three. I mean, Westwind gave us two of them today that are, ju- that are equally on par. Remember the Alchemist. Zone. Yeah, but then now you get Dark Lord that back in the day was the biggest, baddest, the best, mm-hmm. and Transient's Bark Lord Day. I mean, they, they have their Buckley releases right in the same wheelhouse, same strike zone. I put them on par with with a Dark Lord any day. So it's just, it's funny to see how kind of everybody caught up. Like Tiger Woods was that first golfer to work out, get ripped, and jacked. Now they all are. Now everybody yeah. you know everybody's a monster off the tee. Everybody's playing on a, a new Dude, level. Dude, Warren, awesome work. Golf and Dark Lord in <laughs> the same sentence. You're awesome. Uh, and so, Justin, what do you think? You typically don't drink barrel-aged Russian Imperial Stout on a Sunday, but what no, do you think about this? once a year here in Music My Beer's Christmas yeah. show. But uh, for 15, 14, 15%, whatever you said it was, it doesn't taste like that. It's very creamy. It's very smooth. It's, it doesn't taste super boozy. Uh I'm a fan of it, but would you dangerous. Like to, would you like to come to either of our basements and uh, <laughs> yeah. and see more? <laughs> I already I have a neighbor. <laughs> yeah. Hey, come on downstairs. Maybe take your shirt off and check out my dark uh, Rocky, all right, you're a little bit more steeped in the craft beer world. What do you think of it? Well, there's a lot of love in this glass, and it reminds me, every time I, I drink a Dark Lord, I remember my first time. He is time a sales guy. There's a lot of uh, love in this That I, I went there, I think it was 2012, my boys, Andy and Jamie, had the greatest time. And every year since, the weather was horrible. But I just love going to Dark Lord Day, and this drink right here reminded me of all those times. You know, it's just, a, I, I just feel happy. All we need now is a little quiet <laughs> pig destroyer or municipal waste off of the background playing on stage, and it's like we're there. All right. Uh, I know this is supposed to be news uh, and notes where no. like, things are coming up. but um, No, I, I can't tell you a single thing that's coming up, but I, I can tell you what I'm looking forward to. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah, I'm looking forward to some KBS hazelnut. I just saw it on online, Ooh. so that's about it. But I'm also looking forward to drinking over the holidays, too. We've earned it, right? 
<laughs> hey, don't say anything. Let's just let Z- drunk Zach ramble for a while. <laughs> I like I like him like that. Uh, I think so in, the I think Star Clore is pretty good. I think in the interest of the show, we should <laughs> probably wrap things up. So on behalf of Zach, myself, Justin from Sales, Rocky from Sales. Boys, Hello. good to see you, man. Yes, thanks yeah. for having us. Great no, thanks time. for joining us. Don't let show. work get out, but you're like two of our favorites. Oh. Two of our favorites. I'll try to get more in tune with the craft beer world for next year. No, don't. Hey, you know what? I won't come in here and say Miller Lite. Hey, no, it, it's What's fun. It's beer? fun to have a tongue who's not really like in that world yeah. come in and 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 I think we've done that every year. I know Esther's been on and she doesn't really care for craft beer and Liz didn't really care for it. So it is fun to have somebody. I care for it. I just don't know that. I don't remember I the names. I don't pay attention to that stuff. You're a dad of two young kids. You have too much <laughs> crap going on. Don't worry about it. And this show has been brought to you by uh, Three Floyds, Dark Lord. Bell's uh, two different versions of uh, Black Dose Stout, Westman Brewery, Monaco uh, Vodka, and the letter P. The, the <laughs> we letter have to P. go. We'll see you here. Music of my beers. Merry Christmas on behalf of everybody. Cheers. 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 Michiana's first. Alone. Best. With the lights dim. And, um. Drinking beer. Only show dedicated to craft beer and drinking music. Music to my beers. On 103.9 The Beer. I mean, bear. Podcasts by Federated Media.